Hey everyone, welcome to the Date Bit Podcast. This is your host, Jimmy Jackson. And your other host, Kaylee Jackson. We have a special guest today, one Tyler Gosden. Hello. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Happy to be on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for being here. Tyler is actually Kaylee's brother. Yep. Yes. So he's the one, well, one of the brothers that I mentioned when I talk about watching them play Skyrim and... Uh, oh, yeah. Minecraft, Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Um, Kate and I would play Skyrim literally at the same time right next to each other. Yes. So. Yeah, I would do that with friends. <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to ask you a few questions about video games anyway. and the impact in your life. I know, um, obviously, that you're a big fan of video games. You're a big gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, big part of the gaming culture. Yeah. Uh, what is what, what got you started in, like into video games? Like... What was, like, your first experience with video games that made you think, I really like this thing. I really want to, like, kind of explore this whole thing. So my first experience with video games might actually be similar to Kaylee's first. Um, we used to go to this daycare called Kids, Inc. Oh, shoot. Um, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. And they had a bunch of consoles. They had a, an SNES. They had an NES. They had a Nintendo 64. A couple of them each, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they had a PS1 and I think maybe a PS2. No, that was later on. Um, but they were just kind of there for kids to play in the, in the main room. But you'd have to like fight, fight for it. Tooth and nails. Yeah. That kind of arcade stuff. You put your quarter down, you know, I got next. Um, but yeah, they had like Legend of Zelda, um, Ocarina of Time, Wave Crash, like, um. Pokemon Stadium? Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Um. Uh, the X Men uh, X X trilogy games um, or X Men X series uh, those were on there too, and yeah, I would just show up like almost every day to daycare and just wig out over the uh, video <laughs> games. I remember playing Banjo Kazooie on the N sixty four and just hoping that nobody uh, <laughs> played on my safe because you know everybody played. And we shared them, so I'd, I'd just show up and, and hope to God that nobody had, like, erased my save or, or played on my save file. That's awesome. Um, so I know me and you have talked a lot about this, but we we play a lot of games similarly. Yeah. But there is one difference, which is you are really into competitive games. Yes. And I am not. You're actually... You actually play a lot of, like, Super Smash Bros. Right? Yeah, I would say that I... I play competitive Super Smash Brothers, but I'm not a professional Super Smash Brothers player. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not good enough. <laughs> but you're actually you're ranked in Oklahoma. Right? Yeah, so I currently uh, I haven't been to a lot of things just because they've all been shut down. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how that's affect affected my ranking. I haven't checked recently, but the last time I checked, I was like 75th in the state. I'm I've been slowly working my way up. I've actually. Gotten pretty close to taking some sets off of some of the uh, the power ranked players in Oklahoma. Yeah, um, and that's number one through I think twenty, maybe fifteen. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I, I'd say that in terms of where I'm at skill wise, I'm like, if most of the people on, in the world picked up a controller and I fought them in Super Smash Brothers, I could probably beat them. But that's yeah. relative because like compared to the top players in the game, I would just get absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's a different way of uh, enjoying games. I've always been really competitive, so I like the casual side of games. But I also like sitting down and having that one on one player interaction with somebody else. You know? Yeah, totally. So I know, like, you're also into uh, into Pokemon, like Kaylee is. 
Absolutely. Um, and we're in it, into it on different levels, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but something I talked about in our intro episode was like P- Pokemon being a pretty vital part of our childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had that huge binder of Pokemon cards that we would take to daycare yeah, with absolutely. us. And do you remember when we got that. Uh, Game Boy, Mom, yeah, the Game Boy, uh, the blue Advanced one, SSP, yeah. Blue one, yeah, and we brought it to daycare, and like everyone thought we were the coolest kids on Absolutely. the block. Absolutely, yeah. I wish we saw that thing. Uh, we played, man, uh, Super or Game and Watch Gallery. Um, what was the Wario game? Wario Land Fours. Don't at me better than any 2D Mario platformer out there. <laughs> that game slapped. It's honestly probably the best um, like Mario franchise game on the Game Boy Advance SP. So good. But it got like, I remember us, you know, getting stuck on multiple parts of it and just. Yeah, the, that game is stre- so stressful. Right. It's like, Jimmy, have you ever played like Sonic um, where you've, you're like in the underwater levels yeah, and like the, the timer's counting down and there's like dun 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 dun, you're yeah. about to die. Wario Land 4 has this uh, aspect, this mechanic where every level you play forwards until you jump on this frog statue. And then it's a time trial to play the level backwards to get to the portal at the start of the level. This is every level? This is every level. And some of them it's very easy, but some of them it's very hard. And if you don't make it to the uh, beginning of the level again, you don't clear the level. Yeah, that's I'm not into that. Yeah, that's it's like I can't time timed things in video games give me so much stress. It's so stressful, but at the same time, it's very rewarding when you can like actually you know pull it off. You feel like totally crazy good. Totally. So going back to Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, sorry. No, it's all good. Um, going back to Pokemon, you have been over a lot during this whole coronavirus thing um, over to our apartment. And been hanging out with us as we've been playing through Borderlands. Yes. And you were actually shiny hunting. Yes. In uh, Sword and Shield. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about like competitive Pokemon, sure. which is a world that I have no idea. Yeah. So competitive like, Pokemon is interesting, and I've just actually scratched the surface on it. I've not actually assembled my own team yet, um, but I have ideas for a team. I'm actually in a draft league right now with some friends. Um, yeah. Which involves drafting different Pokemon from different tiers based on how good they are, so that everybody's got a pretty much balanced team, and then competing with that team. Um, and it's a lot of fun. But competitive Pokemon has a lot to do with breeding, and shiny hunting is extra. You know, that's something yeah. that you that you add on top if you want the swag when you're going up against uh, <laughs> yeah, an opponent. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really interesting. There's a lot as opposed to like Super Smash Brothers, where it's a lot of uh, tech skill, being able to perform. Um, highly technical maneuvers under a constrained period of time. A Pokemon is, it's like, I, I heard a professional Pokemon player describe it as chess mixed with poker because Pokemon has inherent randomness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chance for some moves to miss. Not every move has 100% accuracy. There's chances for flinching, which means that your opponent, uh, your opponent's Pokemon can't move afterwards. Um, so you have to have some sort of risk analysis Mm -hmm. um and you don't have to perform i mean there's a timer but the majority of it is your decision making and while smash brothers is decision making under time pokemon is is more thought out turn by turn decision making which is it's a fun change of pace but yeah the the shiny pokemon hunting has been hard (laughs) (laughs) you've had a couple mishaps yeah so i've been shiny hunting a shiny sylveon which is an evolution of eevee I'm going for a hidden nature shiny Sylveon with the egg move wish. 
And all that basically means is I have to breed the egg move onto Sylveon. I have to get the hidden ability and the right nature and all the right stats. And then I have to get the very low chance of getting the shiny. And even then, it only has a 60% chance of having the right ability. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, that's way too much for me. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> so I, this is a great segue into what you had talked about, wanted to talk about on this podcast, which is you are really enjoying playing Pokemon this way, which is like getting competitive and all this kind of, type of thing. It's grueling, yes. For me, I would not be into that. And definitely, Kaylee, who's playing through Sword and Shield right now. I'm like, what gets me excited is like changing my outfit at the store. Yeah, yeah and like she loves doing the like the camp. You like, oh camp, my god, camping camp with your, your Pokemon and cooking I for my talking Pokemon. To you, Jimmy, I Kaylee pulled up the camp and was camping with her Pokemon, yeah. and I had beaten the game at this point. She was about halfway through, and I got it after she did. And I remember thinking to myself, I didn't even know that was an option. (laughs) I didn't even know it existed. You're just, and that whole camping mechanic is what Kaylee likes about certain games, which is like the interaction. Interaction. Hey, you get to hang out with your Pokemon and you get to like feed them and like play fetch with them or whatever. Yeah. Which is something that you're not even interested in at all. And you wanted to talk about kind of the difference in which ways people play the same game. Sure. Yeah, and I, I also really wanted to dive into, I think I pinpointed while I was in the shower the other day, um, where like a few moments that kind of changed me from being a more casual, just kind of experience and like joy, I guess, <laughs> based video game player. And into one that's more achievement oriented. You know, I, I love enjoying video games uh, casually. I've been devoting my whole life to Animal Crossing recently. But there have been a I few know, moments. We need to get that. We need to get yeah, that. We, yeah, you guys really do. I want to hang out on your islands. Yes. Um, there have been a few moments in gaming that kind of shaped me into just the relentless competitive player that I am, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Go for it. Yeah. Well, so I think... One of the the key moments is the time I committed murder for the first time <laughs> in, a, in a video game. Okay. So I was playing Oblivion, and I did the math, and I think when I got Oblivion for Christmas, I was uh, 11 or 12. I don't even remember that. Do you know what Oblivion is? No. Okay, it's the game that came before Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls. Series. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. It's different. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like apples to oranges, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um but I remember... I mean, it's, not, it's not as good as Morrowind, because that's the best one. I haven't played Morrowind. It's, it's talking about grueling. <laughs> that's um, grueling. Anyways, go ahead. I was obviously, you know, 11 or 12, pretty innocent, role-playing my character exactly how I was in real life, right? You guys have played D&D. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how you formulate your characters, but you can obviously play like you are in real life, or you can just play however the heck you want. Sure. Um, but I was playing how, how I am in real life with yeah. my Skyrim or my, uh, Oblivion character, but I always <laughs> wanted to be in the Dark Brotherhood, which is the Assassin's Guild. Okay. Cause I liked it. I was edgy and I liked the idea of it aesthetically. And I knew, I looked it up. I knew that you had to kill an innocent person to be in <laughs> the, uh, Dark Brotherhood. Okay. <laughs> and I was in real life. I kid you not losing sleep over oh the idea gosh. of killing an innocent person person in this game and then i did it and i turned off the i think it was a ps3 that i was playing on i turned it off after i did it you were out i was out you didn't say i i don't think i saved i legitimately felt so bad because i saw them like dead on the floor i was like oh my god what have i done (laughs) you've committed a murder now you know whenever i play minecraft and jimmy spawns all these animals on top of my roof 
And it's like literally the only way to remove them from the roof is to kill them. To kill them, I just I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that, that's where I was pretty much. And then after that, just like slowly with playing like PvP Minecraft and killing other players in that game, I started to see. It's kind of kind of sad. Kind of sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> but I started to see um, things in video games as much as. Like a Minecraft sheep, I started seeing as a Minecraft sheep as much as I wanted to. Uh huh. I could also just see it as like some data in a game. You know what I mean? That does okay. sound serial killer like. Yeah. Learning new things about my brother. Yeah. So, like, I can play through a game like Oblivion or Skyrim, and if there's a quest line where you only get the really good loot if you like betray your partner through this quest, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, hold up. But, like, Jimmy and I, you know, we recently played Until Dawn. Yes. And you yeah. were digging at us because there was this one character that we absolutely could not stand. That's true. And it that came down true. to the point of, like, do we save her or do we just betray her? Yeah. And we betrayed her and you were like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, actually. I, I almost feel like it's the style of game because Skyrim is a very selfish game Mm -hmm. whereas that game it's all about the storytelling and the decisions you make and how they that's the whole game is how how they affect you so sad that mike died in our playthrough oh my god yeah we really wanted to get all the way through it without anyone dying besides emily Emily. (laughs) (laughs) but whatever it's all good good. uh that was a a fun game yeah Yeah. it really was it's fun to guys watch you guys play that game yeah that's one of those that you can get just as much enjoyment watching like Someone else like right. help, helping make the decisions as a group. Yeah, yeah. Um, than if you're just controlling it too. Yeah, but but yeah, it's been fun to watch you guys play Borderlands and Assassin's Creed and uh, some Minecraft. I thought it was really interesting watching you interact with your sheep. You were just <laughs> trying to get them into your house so hard, and I was like, "You're in creative mode. Just kill them and respawn them." Inside I can't do it, man. I cannot do it. I I really I seriously made Jimmy come to my house so he could hold up the wheat. Yeah. And that yeah, I could like close off the door. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I just feel like I have I have to be loyal to them. Yeah, They're my it's sheep. It's a nightmare. <laughs> okay, so you're saying there's a couple moments. So the first one was Oblivion. Yeah, and then I I alluded to playing PVP Minecraft. I was on a dedicated Minecraft PVP server for a while. And that was a lot of fun. It was faction based. So Okay. I genuinely made some some friends that every now and then I'll still reach out to on this <clears> Minecraft <throat> server. Um, but yeah, there was I could you know it was like a sitcom drama because people in your own faction would betray you and join the other fra- faction. <laughs> That's amazing. And all this other stuff. There were ally factions and enemy factions and small groups and large groups. But um, yeah, when you take a game and you you experience it on the face value like. Like Minecraft, um, you build your house, you get your sheep. Um, that's a lot of fun. But there's another layer of games that I like diving into, um, and it's almost like a puzzle. You know what I mean? It's like the logical extreme. It's how far. What What's the the best? What's the optimal way to do things? And I know that like, not everybody's like that. Like min max. Yeah, like. min maxing exactly. And so. When people cheat at games, it really frustrates me. Um, like in Minecraft, when somebody you're playing on a, a PvP server and somebody spawns, or even on like a casual friendly server, and people spawn in items if you're trying to all play in survival mode. Yeah. Because 
what's the point of playing the game if you instantly have the gratification of achieving everything you want and having everything you want? If you're trying to work towards that, why would you take the shortcut? And yeah. so what I love about competitive gaming is you really have to put in the time and the dedication to get those high-level weapons, um, armor sets, furniture items if you're playing like Animal Crossing or whatever. Um, and that's a lot of fun for me. It's it's like the Dark Souls mentality. It's really hard, but the payoff, or like shiny hunting, it's yeah. really hard and sometimes boring. But when you finally get it, it's like all of that pent-up dopamine that could have been released in bursts while you're playing the game normally is released at the same time it's like that that huge volcano volcano like release of yeah you know the joy totally so that's that's really interesting i mean that's i definitely do not play games right in that way and i was just thinking that too but it is it is funny that you you talk about that sort of like dopamine release because when Kaylee and I will be up against, you know, we've been playing Borderlands, and when we go, there's one mission in particular um, where you have to fight these two skags called Mo and Marley. Oh my god. And when we finally killed them, because they're really, really hard for like the level we were at and all this stuff, when we finally killed them, it was like, literally, you felt like you could cry. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, it was, it was just amazing. Such a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Especially because when we killed them, we were both down like yes we were both fighting for our lives and it literally came down to like the last second or oh, second man. and a half yeah and it was just like yeah yeah that was a big moment and for me you, in that game like that's when i think back through our playthrough of that game that moment stands out to me when we started our second playthrough of it and like to do some grinding and stuff we did that mission again and it was not as satisfying right so here's my question to you yeah which is so you get the shiny eevee right mm-hmm. I haven't gotten it yet. I've actually. I know. I, when when you when you get your shiny, Eevee, yeah. When you get go to get that second one, is it as exciting? Or when you are like learning a character in Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. So are you, like when you get a, a more and more shinies, does it remain as satisfying? Does it remain as exciting? So and that's satisfying? that's interesting because I've been watching this YouTuber called A Drive recently, and he's a really good competitive player. But his primary thing is shiny hunting. He, he'll okay. shiny hunt like every day on stream. He's got something like 600 shinies in in his entire cumulative um, career. And when you watch his stream for a while and he just goes through his boxes and he's got like shiny after shiny after shiny, it's like, this isn't special anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Um, That's different for some... That's like, I think, just a collection aspect. When it's something like Smash Brothers... When you are constantly pitting yourself against another person and their dedication and their time that they've put in and their ability to perform high-level uh, inputs, you know, and uh, and maneuvers in a short period of time, that is different because it's like um, it's like a snowflake. Every game is different. There's no like two games aren't going to be exactly alike. No interaction and experience is going to be exactly mm-hmm. the same. So. Getting a shiny Pokemon over and over again, like after I get this one, I'll probably wait a while before I, I hunt yeah. another one, just so that it doesn't get old. But um, competitive fighting games, I think, are a little bit different in that aspect because every interaction is different. Yeah. Do you play any other competitive fighting games besides Smash? I mean, are are you into like a more traditional Street Fighter or more yeah. that type of thing? Yeah. So I've actually um, dedicated some time to playing Tekken with my uh, oh, good okay. friend Jacob. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play Martial Law uh, King. And um, 
Yoshimitsu, Yoshimitsu, I think is his name. Is King the, uh, the leopard man? Yeah, he's the yeah, dude with the, it's cool. either a leopard mask or it's his actual head. I'm not sure. I'm not there's some weird The lore the of that game. Yeah. There's the like lore a, of fighting like games. Dude. <laughs> like, you don't play it for the story, but the lore of them are yeah. like, like, if you ever try to like look up the Mortal Kombat lore, you're going to lose your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Right. It's like this dude's grandpa tried to, Kill him by throwing him off a cliff. Yeah, into a volcano. Into a volcano, and then it turns out the kid's a demon, and he comes back to kill his grandfather. His grandfather's like also a demon or something. <laughs> yep, <laughs> right. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so you, is that the last moment you had that really changed you? You think it from a casual gamer to one that's so like Super Smash like Brothers, min max thing? Yeah, or? yeah. So I remember I picked up Smash Four um, as my first competitive Smash Brothers game. Previously, I'd play like. Melee at Kids Inc. or like Brawl with Cade, and we would just both play Wario yeah. <laughs> with the items on. Yeah, and Cade being your stepbrother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I picked up Smash 4 competitively because a couple of my friends said that they were their be- the best Smash Brothers player that they knew. And I was like, okay. I was You're like, like, I can beat you. Right. Um, so I picked it up, and of course, they were playing with the casual rule set. They weren't um, integrated into like the competitive Smash culture, they didn't know the agreed-upon rule set, which is, like, items off, no stage hazards, to keep things balanced and fair and to make the game about who is the better player and not who got lucky with an item dropping right next to them. Um, And so that's how I got into it, and I started watching competitive Smash and playing online on Nintendo's notoriously bad For Glory um, Smash Brothers online system. Yeah for Smash 4, uh, and just raging so hard because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, you just getting whipped up on? I was, I was playing a Sheik, and I would just do two moves over and over <laughs> The needles and bouncing fish. So I'm guessing that didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> and I got bopped over and over again, and I got really annoyed, and I, I raged because people would taunt against me online after right. they would take my stock. Oh, man, it frustrated me. But then I slowly started to get good, and I remember beating, losing to this one guy like four games in a row. And being like, I'm going to beat this guy this game. And I did. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow, I can actually do this. And then I went to my first tournament in real life and got whooped up on all over again. Yeah. It's a completely different level than online play. And I was like, okay, this is going to be – it's like Dragon Ball Z, Kaylee. I know that you've been recently watching Dragon Ball Z a little bit. Yeah. Dragon, Goku fights an enemy. And he, the enemy is super strong. And Goku surpasses him. And then mm-hmm. he moves on to the next level. And the next enemy is like – how is this guy like a million times stronger and he has to beat that too? Yeah. It's like that. There's always there's always gonna be somebody above you and it's always fun to prove to yourself that you've got what it takes to actually contest them. I kinda have a question <clears throat> off of that and like thinking back to whenever you were in middle school and high school, you also played sports. You played yeah. football, you wrestled. Um but from what I remember, you did not have a very competitive nature when it came to sports, like football and wrestling. You were, you you had the like like you had the competitiveness here and there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like if you lost a game, you'd walk off the field crying or whatever. Yeah. But how is it different in video games for you? Um. So I wasn't very competitive in football, just because it wasn't actually my favorite sport and my mm-hmm. favorite game. Um. Too complex. And, like, not every play are you going to get in on the action. In some plays, you just kind of, you know, do your part, but it occurs on the other side of the field. 
Um, but in wrestling, I actually, I would get um, the same way that I kind of get with competitive video games. Because okay. you're in that direct, like, cage match, like, lockdown mm-hmm. with another person standing across from you. You have to look at uh, a person across from you in the eyes and both realize that one of you is going to pin the other person. Sure. And in that moment, you have to think to yourself, am I going to do what it takes to make this me? Am mm-hmm. I going to do what it takes to make me the winner? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really fun. And it's like, I like the adrenaline. It's funny because I don't like scary movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would people put themselves <laughs> through fear just to get adrenaline? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's it's scary in that moment, um, but it's fun to come out on top. It's fun. Maybe that's just like stereotypical masculine man, caveman ideology <laughs> like, in me. I must conquer your opponent. <laughs> your lizard brain. Yeah. Is like, I must <laughs> but I mean, it's satisfying. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of fun. And the sportsmanship and camaraderie is also something that I love about competitive Smash. I've got a great community of friends. Um, it's the Smash Brothers community, so some of them are super toxic. <laughs> um, sure. I feel like that's with any group of video gamers there's some yeah. toxicity yeah. that can happen absolutely unfortunately. but i i have to say that some of the best friends uh i've ever made have been from uh playing smash brothers with other people that's awesome yeah so i want to talk to you a little about um this list that you've made oh yeah so you made this list and mm-hmm. it's it's all of it's every a game comprehensive list. It's a comprehensive list of every game that has like shaped you into the gamer that you are. Yes. And I don't think we should. This really... is like right now blowing my mind because I lived with you for 18 years. Yeah. And I knew that you were into video games, mm-hmm. but it is just now in this moment right now that I am learning how much it really was a part of your life yeah. while we were growing up. Absolutely. I mean, we lived in the same house. We even played games together. Mm-hmm. Mario Party. Right. Kirby Air Ride. Kirby. Oh, man, Mario Baseball. Mario Baseball. And Kirby I talked about that a little bit in our intro episode. But also, like, us playing video games at mom's house was a lot different than us playing video games at dad's house, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think for one... When we got our first, what was our first gaming console at Dad's? Remember, our we first bought it with console was a PS One, and we bought it with our allowance money. Might have been a PS Two, PS Two, because I, I played Taz Two on it. Right, it was the PS Two because we found that PS Two. Oh, that's right. We and Dad, Dad, a bunch of your guys' stuff took that as an opportunity to teach us how to set aside money mm-hmm. to save up for something that you really want. Mm-hmm. And we decided together we want this PS Two. We went to Walmart. Yeah. Remember that day? And we bought that PS2 and with our allowance money. The and blue yeah. And the, the blue and the gray one. Um, and playing at his house was a lot different than playing at mom's house where we had multiple consoles. Yes. Um, I mean, there were times when we would play as a family, but but mostly if we did play as a family, it was like rock band. Mario Kart. Wii Sports. Rock, rock band. Yeah. Um, at dad's house, sometimes he would get into those games with us. Sure. And like... Help us think things through. Yeah, I, you I know? remember playing through the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Spec Ops missions with Dad, actually. Whoa, really? Yeah, we, uh, there's one where you have to be on a, a kind of a building rooftop. You have like a minute to set up some claymores and some C4s. You can get a Predator missile. And then people come in waves. It's kind of like zombies. Um, yeah. But like not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had Dad just post up. In front of a ladder with a shotgun. Right? He said, I'll do the rest. But if you see anybody's head 
peek up above this ladder. You take him out. Press his button. Just dome him. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But also at Dad's we had, I don't know, we had like, it was a thing where when, when we would get ready to get a new video game at Dad's house, we would all take a trip together. Mm-hmm. And like pick Picking one out. out a game, yeah. Um, it's mom's. It's like, hey, can it, can you buy me this game? And it was just like, yeah, right. It just showed up magically, right? <laughs> but I got candy copy too. So. We had like <laughs> we had like two different sides. Like at mom's house, I feel like it was a lot of the stereotypical Mario Party, mm-hmm. Mario Kart, Mario Baseball, which was so fun. And then at dad's, we, I mean, I remember playing like that. Fox. Sly Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and games that, like, I'm slowly, as I'm starting to get into video games more, I'm remembering, oh, my gosh, Crash, cra- well, I think we played we Crash played Crash Racing. But what was the tack? Tack and the Power of Juju. Yeah, like, sorry, I just. We played uh, Tack and the Great Juju Challenge. That just popped into my head the other day that we played that at Dad's What's house. The one? Is that Juju Challenge? I think the second one is the Great Juju Challenge, yeah. Okay. It's got a racing component to it. Um, I played one of them. I can't remember. But I remember anyway. really loving that game. Yeah, and I think that's just because at mom's house we had a GameCube, and at dad's house we had a PS2. P- right. PS2 at the time was like, there are more obscure games I feel like on the PS2 than there are on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Just because Nintendo is very like, it's that household, like well-known. Oh yeah, yeah. Family-friendly. Right. Kind of. And that was game. the feel at mom's house for yeah. sure with the video games Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Staff of Dreams was the second tag game. Oh, okay. And that's the one I played. I didn't play that one. It's very good. Um, I miss games like that. Yeah, me too. Like the third person like platformer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're still out there, but not, yeah. not in the way. I really enjoy I think it playing games like that. Um, yeah. But also have found that I'm enjoying like RPGs. And I never yeah. thought I would get there, but... So... I want to go through this list a little bit. Okay. I don't think we can. We, I don't think we need to read yeah, the whole oh, yeah, thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty. You want just some like a uh, couple hot takes? On yeah. Really give me games. like some some hot takes on like like what are like I know these are all the games that like shaped you, but like yeah. Let's just pick like you know some of them and, and, and let's you know a handful or so and talk talk about them sure. So and sort of how they how they shaped you and and how they uh, affect you. Yeah. So Frogger's Adventure: The Rescue. On the GameCube. Oh my god. Is a game that has a very scary catfish boss that will swallow you whole. <laughs> um, and that game was like my first really big story driven game. I played like Super Mario Bros. Yeah. On the Game Boy Advance SP, which is also one of my favorite games of all time. Um, but Frogger's Adventure Rescue 2, your love interest gets kidnapped, which is like similar to Mario, but it, there's more dialogue than just <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's got a whole fledged or fledged or fledged out story with um, lots of characters and puzzle solving, and that game uh, really really was great. Um, That's awesome. I've never heard of that one. I remember it's, that one, and scary, I remember yeah. we got frustrated yeah, playing that a game. Mechanical T Rex that I hate to this day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Kirby Air Ride, Wario Land Four, yeah. both really great games. I remember it was kind of legendary for me and you and Cade to play Kirby Air Ride, Kaylee, because they, you we, could in City Trial you could collect the three pieces <laughs> of either the Dragoon yeah. or the Hydra, yeah, which are very powerful, um, like air rides, right? Yeah. And for us, it was crazy hard to get all three pieces as kids. When we played it, I Recently. think it was like last year. 
I was getting like the dragoon like every single right. game. Right. Yeah. It was just interesting to Kirby's see. Kirby's Air Ride is, is like the Kirby racing game. Yeah. And there is this was it City Trials? City yeah. Escape, something. City it trial. Is, city trial. It is <laughs> music is great. It is basically this like weird open world time racing trial. time trial. Right. You, like, time to gather stats to upgrade yeah. your carts. Carts themselves. Um, and then and you, things can go very very wrong. Yeah. To like, like play a mini game at the end. Yeah, totally. But it's like this weird. It is so bizarre. I'm not gonna lie. The graphics in that game suck. Oh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> I I think it's a cool game. I think it's a cool game. But the graphics are so bad. What? They're pretty blocky. When you drive around this town, it yeah. is like, what is going on? Yeah, they're pretty blocky. It's a cool game. It's a oh, cool yeah. game. It's like ruining my childhood right now. Oh no! Let's <laughs> see. Um, Tie the Tasmanian Tiger mm. on the PS2. Never even heard of that. You get some cool flaming boomerangs. Is that like a, a platformer? Type? It's a platformer. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Yep. Dude, Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness are both. Kaylee, I, I have Coliseum. I can't find a copy of Gale of Darkness for like under too much money. So uh, it's so expensive. But I tried to show your sister that game. And she, it's which one? Coliseum. Okay, so and I explained this to you recently. I thought, but the reason I can't play that game, which is why I'm surprised I love Borderlands so much, is because of the aesthetic, like just the deserty, bland. Oh yeah. I I just cannot get into it. Like it kind of ruins the game for me. Yeah. Um, I just am the type of person that. You know, I really thrive on visual stimulation, so that is really hard for me, and I just had to stop playing it. I would love to get around to it again one day, but yeah, it's not a priority for me right now. All right, I've given you guys, like, a couple. I'm going to give you just, like, a couple hot takes, and then maybe, like, my top three games of all time. I okay. love it. I love it. So, hot take, Pac-Man World Rally is the best racing game of its time. Did we play that together? What's that on? I can't remember if we played it together. Uh, pretty sure it was on GameCube. Um, Pac-Man World Rally had the tightest levels. Like, literally such a cool like, theming and aesthetic for each and every level. Had alternate paths that you could go down if you okay. did certain things in the level to, like, unlock shortcuts. Oh, I remember like this. Um, Blinky was my, the yeah. racer that I used most. You named Blinky. I named <laughs> Blinky. Um, but I didn't know who the heck the rest of the characters were, because it's, like, it's Pac-Man the, the Pac-Man ex- extended oh my universe. Is like, who knows about that? But this is, Pac-Man. like, bringing back all the memories. Did you ever play Pac-Man World? Yes. The, Pac-Man World's right above Pac-Man oh, World. Yeah. Really Those honest. games are weird. Pac-Man is weird. Yeah. It got weird. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, but Pac-Man World Rally, best racing game of its time, better than Mario Kart, better than Crash Racing, even though Crash Racing is also a great game. Diddy Kong Racing is close, but um, <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing on 64 is the best, so fight me. Let's see. Um, I had another one on here. Uh, I was Star Fox 64. That's not really a hot take. You Star played, Fox had another hot take. Have you played the other Star Fox games? Uh, I played a little bit of Star Fox 2 on my friend's SNES Classic. I was say, have you played the, you know, because that game was like, it existed, but no, it never came out yeah. until they put out this mm-hmm. Super Nintendo Classic. I don't know if you knew that game. I did not know that. Yeah. I played through the first Star Fox game on the SNES Classic, and it's it's good. Yeah. But it's hard. Mario, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's good. Yeah. 
Mario Gar- Mario Golf Toadstool Tour is the best oh, Mario sports dude. game that's ever been created. I love that game so much. Because they're playing Strikers, the um... Mario Baseball. No, oh, no, Mar- no, no, no Mario Strikers soccer. charged or Strikers on the GameCube and then charged on the yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's the soccer Mario game. I guess I haven't played that one. It's great, yeah. It's cool. Toadstool Tour is still better. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bionicle on the Game Boy Advance is a great game. I have it's that. It's a pretty obscure one, do you? I literally have that, yep. Um, yeah, I think those are my hot takes. I had some more, but I can't find them. So now do you guys want my, my yeah, top three? Yeah, like start with time? three and then go down. Let's, and let's talk about each one. Okay. Number three. Number three, I would probably say is Skyrim. Okay. I spent a lot of time playing Skyrim. How much time have you played with Skyrim, do you think? I've gotten multiple characters up to level 80. Um, so I'm not really sure hours-wise, just because I never kept track of it. I put 185 hours into my first Skyrim character. Oh my goodness. And I got onto my 360 one day, and the save file was corrupted. Oh no! It's corrupted, and I was like, okay. Like the whole <laughs> save file, or can you like reload? No, no, no. Like a... the save file for all oh, Skyrim. Like I can either man. start a new character or not play. Oh, and I done so many of the side quests and everything. Tuesday, I don't think I can play Skyrim again because it just like hurts. But I was also playing through Dead Space, the first Dead Space okay, at the cool. time, um, and it like same day had corrupted that file too. Dude, Good grief. Um, and so I sold my 360 yeah, on PS3 I, I like that well. week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, nope. But Absolutely. Skyrim is a game that I I love. It's it's one of my top games of all time. Obviously, like that's on a hot take. Like yeah, everyone loves it. Everybody loves but Skyrim. But Kaylee has never played Skyrim. I've just watched what you have played. Kaylee, I would love to watch you play Skyrim. I would so, love to play Skyrim. I think at some point at some point you're gonna play Skyrim. I I've said like the only thing that's gonna make me buy which is probably not true, because I'll, I might get one before, but when Elder Scrolls Six comes out, mm-hmm. I'll buy a PS5. Mm-hmm. Like I'll straight up like yeah. I will like Sky, like the Elder Scrolls series and Fallout series, I love. And this, they're working on a sci-fi one. Really? Yeah, like I guess they're doing like the same thing, but in like a sci-fi world. That sounds really cool. Um, which I'd be into. But uh, yeah, like straight up, some of the best games ever. But I would love to see you play at Skyrim, Kaylee. I think <laughs> her interactions with Minecraft sheep make me so no. excited for how she would interact with some of the characters in Skyrim. <laughs> I got a, I got a Skyrim question for you. Um, did you make the fatal mistake of attacking the chicken in the first village? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah same. I yeah. had no idea what was happening. People wig out if you. Well, now I know. Chickens. Yeah. You can't kill the kids. Just is yeah. that an option? No, no you cannot. You can't okay. kill the. the but if you chicken. go into the first like village, you walk up to like there's a chicken there, and my first instinct was to kill it and if you kill it the entire village turns heel and attack you <laughs> yeah. it's like, like see Zelda that would not even yeah dude I, mean, I think that was like probably an easter egg for yeah me. that would not even be an instinct for me because seriously this is how i am like as a general rule in video games i will not intentionally kill an animal in a video game mm-hmm. i will not do it unless i absolutely have so to life or death yes gonna, when we play through the tomb raider series that's gonna be hard for you oh yeah that's true Oh god. <laughs> um, my second, okay, second, second, second game. favorite game of all time is probably um, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. I was That's waiting. a little bit of a hot take. That yeah. is a hot take. 
because a lot of not a whole lot of people um, necessarily liked the kind of edgy art direction for Twilight yeah. Princess. It's kind of the Sonic Unleashed uh, for the Legend of Zelda it's kind series. Kind like of the Sonic 06 of the Zelda series. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, That's Skyward Sword, right? Yeah, I would say Skyward Sword <laughs> with the motion controls is probably Sonic 06. Um, I. Is that your favorite Zelda game? Absolutely. Yeah, I played that. It was my first Zelda game, so yeah. it's probably, you know, just yeah. as a result of it being my first Zelda game. Actually, I take that back. I played Ocarina of Time at Kids Inc., um, but I never beat it all yeah. the way through. It was the first Zelda game that I beat all the way through. Uh, I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the characters. I even loved the part that everybody complains about where you're in Wolf Link form and you just have to go around and do, like, side quests to collect the tears. Yeah. Um, people are like, this is so boring, and I'm like... like I've never played Twilight Princess. Oh, Jimmy, it's so good. I don't, have you ever played it, Kaylee? The only Zelda game I've ever played was the like hour and a half I spent on Breath of the Wild. When yeah. I got to that first round of like big bad guys, and I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> and then I stopped playing. Breath of the Wild is... I, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite, but man, that game is so good. I want to play it again. That was a while ago that I tried my hand yeah, at it. That is true. So, I mean, well over a year and a half ago. I think so, Breath of the Wild is a good game. For what they were going for, yeah. But we can get into that if I'm if I'm on again because I can. Oh, we can get into it now. It. Let's get let's get into it. Come on now. I think that it's def- okay. So obviously it's a, a break from the standard Zelda formula. Yeah, it's almost like a reboot. Exactly, um, and I think it's very much so like the the first Pokemon main console uh, game, Pokemon Sword and Shield okay. on the Switch. It's kind of the same concept. They tried a lot of new things, and I think that it worked in a lot of regards, but didn't work in some others. What ways did you not think it worked? So as opposed to a game like Skyrim, where the pacing is very go at your own pace, you know, you can dive into a side quest, have a lot of action back to back to back, or you can spend a lot of time doing like interaction side quests or just like strolling around this massive world. The pacing in Breath of the Wild really... Um, started to frustrate me mm-hmm. because I there are not I feel like enough side quests to justify a big open world. Oh, see, I differ from you so much in that aspect. Really? I think I think the shrine design in that game is so good. Really? I think every shrine besides the combat one, combat ones got boring. Mm-hmm. I thought, but the other ones were like. The puzzle aspect of it is so good. I'm like trying to figure out, and there's like different ways you can do yeah, each shrine. Absolutely, you can be creative. And I think, I think the, I guess I see what you're saying about like the pacing in terms of like if you wanted to just like beeline through like quest lines and sure. stuff. Breath of the Wild was a game that I think very much so benefits from you just like slowing down. Absolutely, and just like that's not who I am. <laughs> I know, I know, no, totally. But I think that's what I love so much about it was. I don't know, just walk over here. Yeah. Just go explore over here. What's over I here? will say... Maybe nothing. I, I was know. so impressed with the, just, like, beauty of that world. It's a very beautiful world. game. And yeah. the soundtrack, the piano music is very good. Oh. Yeah. When you're climbing, like, a big mountain, and all of a sudden you just hear, like, three piano notes. Yeah. It's just like... Oh, it doesn't okay. do the Skyrim thing, where sometimes you're just walking down a street, and then the, like, encounter music and starts playing at like, What's going on? I didn't know on? I was fighting somebody. <laughs> that happened... There was, like, I think, a glitch in Borderlands, where we, like, got through this huge fight, and the music, like, went back to, like, normal. Mm-hmm. And then we turned a corner, and there was no enemies or anything. There was, like, a chest that we were opening... And it goes like, boom, da, 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 oh, yeah, we, we were, were like, like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> we we're like, where, where was this coming from? And all of a sudden, like, no one's there. Like, Absolutely. no one's there. We're just like, oh gosh. 
Um, I think my favorite Zelda game is probably Link to the Past. Okay. Because that was my first one. Now, my secret gamer shame is that I've never beat it. Mm-hmm. But it was one I spent the most time on, probably yeah. besides Breath of the Wild, which I got like as an adult. I feel like everybody's done that with a game, but like they've played it enough to say that like this is one of my favorite games, but yeah. never actually sure. beaten it. Totally, I played a lot of that game, yeah. mainly just running around killing chickens. Yeah. Um, oh my god, Twilight Princess. It's a whole thing. You'll you'll see when you play. Great game, great thematic dungeons, great bosses. One of the, even though it's uh, not very critically acclaimed Zelda game, actually has one of. One of the agreed upon best Zelda bosses of all time. It's really good. Twilight Princess. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's a series that I want to get Kaylee more into. Oh I yeah, I think she'd really like the. Yeah, and I think I really would too. Aesthetic of mm-hmm. it, yeah. just the fantasy. And like, yeah, and of course, watching how much Tyler loved it growing up, like I already am kind of partial to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, your favorite, favorite game, game of all time. Of all time. Um, it's a tie, I think. I'm like sweating between. Probably Super Smash Brothers. Of course. I mean, I, I put so much time into What's your favorite Smash Bros. game? Um, definitely Ultimate. Yeah. I liked uh, Smash 4, but um, Smash Ultimate rewards my play style more. Are there still people who are like melee or die? Oh, absolutely. The melee scene is... It will always be big. As long as Smash is around, the melee scene will be around. Wow. So... Would you say most people have moved over to Ultimate, or like no, or is that like a it's a smaller subset? Uh, that's like really hard to say. Playing Ultimate, like the melee scene is very vital, and like it fluctuates, but like there will always be melee players. That is it's crazy. like if you tried to to kill the whole world, there would always be cro- cockroaches. There, there will always, always be melee players. <laughs> yeah, it. so it's a tie between Super Smash Brothers and then what have I already mentioned? Uh, Legend of Zelda and Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had another tie for my number one game, um, but now I can't think of it. Which Bug, I, bugged him too. I guess <laughs> bugged, bugged him too. too. I guess probably means it's not a very good tie for my. Yeah. Game. I mean, <laughs> okay. Smash Smash Ultimate's your favorite game of all time. Yeah. Uh, automatic. No, I. Yeah. I had another one in mind, but oh, Doom is probably uh, what I was going to say. Not a tie for first place, but uh, honorable mention. Doom 2016, 2016 is like probably my fourth favorite game. Okay, I played the first level of Doom 2016. I loved it, and then I never. Oh no, Jimmy! I know. I had an Xbox One for a while, and it was one of the games I got for it. And I was just like in a weird place, video games where I just like didn't really play them all that much mm-hmm. at that time. Um, it was before I kind of got back into video games. Like, not that I'd ever really left, but I was more interested in like picking up indie games on Steam. Instead of like playing like the big sure. releases on on the Xbox, you know, buy, buying Doom on the Xbox or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I really, I really liked it. I really want to go back and play through that one in Eternal. Dude, um, I'm I so remember, excited for Doom Eternal to come out on uh, Switch. I know. I remember when it came out on Xbox and PS4, and you were like, <laughs> I went to, it. I went into the store to pick it up, and they didn't have. <laughs> she it handed me a PS4 copy, and you were like, I was like, I'm sorry, I, I don't have a PS4. I pre-ordered it for Switch, and she was like. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, which still doesn't have a release date. Um, it doesn't have a re- release date, but I've heard, I guess, read tentative, tentatively, like nothing confirmed, but like two weeks-ish. Mm. And like that could just be a, a speculation. Yeah. But I'm hoping, you know. Yeah. Like, so so hopefully you won't have to wait too much longer. Yeah, to I, I need to rip some... Uh, there, 
zomb- some of them are zombie cyborg zombie alien demons. I mean, that's all that's that. basically <laughs> all I need. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, since Tyler is wearing his Nintendo New York hat, I guess I want to ask, we all went to New York City in mm-hmm. December, yeah. and one of the very last things we did while we were there was go to the Nintendo store. Like the day we flew out. Yeah. We, like, we were like, okay, if we leave right now, we'd be we in the Nintendo go. store for like five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> and we went. Give, give me your hot takes on the Nintendo New York store. I had no idea there were that many Amiibos. Yeah. Oh my god, that upstairs? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Like, especially because am- Amiibos in the United States are kind of rare. Like, they're pretty sought... Some of them are pretty sought after. Yeah. Um, There's Loki had them all in a container. Yeah. And they had, like, no this entire retro game, like... Like a, a whole Nintendo, basically, like, museum. Yeah. Like, yeah. All it was really cool. Nintendo it was, systems. It was, uh, they had a Smash Brothers exhibit where they had, yeah. like, Captain Falcon's helmet um, in a case... Like Peach's gloves and crown in a case, Fox's yeah. blaster in a case. It was a really cool store. It was it was legit. I mean, it's it. They opened one now in Japan, in Tokyo. It wasn't in Japan when, when we, we were there. When yeah. we were there, that's unfortunate. Like I know we got to go to the Pokemon Center, like both two and the Super Potato, centers, and and like tons of video game stores. It's yeah. amazing. But um, yeah, like going to when we went to when we all when when your family said we're going we're going to go to New York. Um, there's a few things I wanted to do for sure, which was like see the old CBGB's building where like all those classic like punk shows took place. Yeah. I wanted to see Madison Square Garden because, you know, we're ra- wrestling, you know, there's so much, so much wrestling hit. WrestleMania one took place in that building. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I would love to go to the Nintendo store. I wanted to go to Midtown Comics. Yeah. Which yeah. we did. We which did was that. Awesome. It was great. Uh, but I wanted to go to the Nintendo store yeah. um, because I knew it was there and, I'm so glad we all got to go because at first you didn't, you weren't like with us, right? Yeah, no, I, I should have late. I wanted to get a New York slice of pizza. Yes. So we all, we like, Kaylee and I broke off. We're like, let's go to the Nintendo store and like, like be there real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had so many, they had obviously were selling like switch games and stuff. And I bought a couple. Pikachu sweatshirts. Pikachu sweatshirts. I, they had like exclusive merch in there. I had already spent my spending money, so I could not get a Pikachu sweatshirt. Biggest You've regret one since, of though, you? the trip. I got a Pikachu like pullover. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she needs a Pikachu everything. Tyler, every piece of clothing needs a <laughs> Pikachu on it. But yeah, I mean that was such a, a cool store and the the sort of like statues they had of like Bowser and yeah, um, the Mario Mar- and yeah Toad. It was re- it was a really cool store. Yeah, yeah I agree. But, uh, I know that we're just about out of time, or uh, getting close. Yeah, Do you yeah. guys mind if I ask you your favorite games of all time? Go for it. What are your favorite games of all time? Oh, my God. We haven't done this yet on the podcast. I have to say, Borderlands is up there for me. Really? It could potentially Give be in the number one three. spot. Number three. And I think more specifically, Jacob's Cove in Zombie Island on Borderlands, the first DLC. Yeah. I, I've never... I've never felt so fascinated with a world in a video game before Very other than cool. that. Like I, that has to be my number one right now. See, like on service, on the service, when I watch you guys play Borderlands, I'm like, this is kind of a stark environment. It doesn't seem like the world building is very good, mm-hmm. but uh, I obviously haven't like played it with you guys. Is well, the yeah. world building like actually? I think in the first game, not really, not entirely. I mean, it tells we it tells sort of an interesting story, but not one that is. 
is super great. I yeah. don't think. Um, I, I think the first DLC um, that we played through, the story of that was like infinitely better than the, the main game, which is sort of interesting. I also think the DLC, the third one we're playing through right now, has a fantastic story so far. Um, but I've heard that gets like better mm-hmm. as games go on, like as the series goes on. Obviously, just playing the first one, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of like in Assassin's Creed, the first game, the story is like almost non-existent. It's good, but it's almost non-existent. In the second game, it's so much more fleshed out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And uh, like things are built upon in so many different ways uh, from the first game. So I assume that's how like the Borderlands series is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, what is your give so me your top, top three? three. Yeah. <laughs> this can change. This isn't like your yeah, you you're not like writing sure, something. Sure. Or, yeah. you know. Games that I think have had an impact on me because I am a infant gamer at this point. Awesome. Number three would be Mario Tennis Acers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you can do free play, but I also really loved going through that story. It's a good game, and, and you, I you, loved you. beating those bosses. Like. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun. And you'd be like all the secret challenges and stuff. Yeah, too. Right? I went hard oh, wow. on that. Did you one hundred percent it? I don't know. I think I would know if I did, so probably not. But I went hard she on got that close, game. Close though, like she like you know like it unlocks all those secret challenges after you beat mm-hmm. like Bowser or whatever. I don't know if you. Have played and it. I did that on the plane to Tokyo. That yeah. was like yeah. It kept me because gr- I hate flying. So that kept me grounded while yeah. I was on the plane. So that would be my number three. My number two would be Let's Go Pikachu. Okay. Because I think you, I think, I don't know if you guys have this preference as strongly as I do. 2D games, I have a really hard time with. No, I don't. I yeah, don't no, I don't have that. I really struggle with 2D games. Probably, uh, maybe because you haven't played very many of them. Maybe. No, you didn't grow up. Like, I, I grew up playing so many 2D games on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I... Like 3D, 3D games, especially 3D platform games, like that's... I'm going to come up with a list of 2D games to recommend for Please you. do. I would love to give it a try. Yeah. But, so the fact that like, it was, you can catch your Pokemon because I got the Pokeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that made me feel really cool. Yeah, like that. And that added to being it. being able to throw the ball. Right. So I was like using my Pokeball. Mm-hmm. I had my own Pikachu that I could interact with, which, yeah. like, that's a childhood dream sure. for me. And then I just got to be in the Pokemon world, like, in that 3D um, setting. And I love... Because I've really never gotten into a Pokemon game before that one. Um and so I really loved experiencing all the different yeah. feels of all the di- like Lavender Town, Pallet yeah. Town, like all the different places you can go. And just I was so diving, blown away by all that. Yeah, diving into the Pokemon world is like diving into the Harry Potter books. Like n- no matter which game you play, they've all got that Pokemon feel to them. Yeah, and doing that for the first time is like oh, it's it's, it's monumental. Yeah. and so then well, and those, number that, one would be Borderlands, but in specific Zombie Island. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very nice. I'll say that Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, those are remakes of the first Pokemon game I played, which is the first series, the red, red, mm-hmm. red uh, blue, yellow, yellow, and then green, green in Japan. Yeah, which we um, have. Which we totally got a copy of green when we were in Japan because you have to. Um, so I would say my top three games, God, this is really hard. I'm going to go three. Hmm. 
I'm going to go number three, probably. This is a little bit of a hot take, but I really loved this game. Um, Condemned Criminal Origins. I've never heard of it. It's an Xbox 360 launch game. It is basically you, there is like this virus that is going around a city um, and it's causing everyone to like lose their minds. Mm-hmm. Did well, I watch you play this at all? Some. Yeah, I, I did. Some, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the uh, the enemies are like just like the regular citizens and like it is one of those games that you can just go up to things and like rip like pieces of the wall off and use it as weapons it's all like hand to hand combat yeah um, that's cool yeah it's really cool not a great game but not a great <laughs> game but it's one of my like it's one of those like, yeah. that really made an impact on me I loved um Gosh, this is like literally the only things that are coming to mind. So I'm sure there are games that I love more than this. Mm-hmm. Um, second one, I'm gonna go with Insomniacs Spider-Man. Okay. Oh. Okay. That is a game that I was obsessed with. I remember on I think a Labor Day or Memorial. I think a Labor Day. Mm-hmm. I played. You it. finished it, like you. Yeah, I played it like nine hours straight. Yeah. Kay- Kaylee literally was like Jimmy. <laughs> you cannot do that. I've heard it's a fantastic game. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I almost hundred percented it, but I the last like, it's beautiful. The last act of the game, I like just could not bring myself to do more side quests. Like I just like, but it made you cry. Like you cried. Oh, I legitimately cried at wow. the end. Of it. Yeah, I mean, le- legitimately, like tears falling down my face. It's the suits the only, look awesome. The only video- oh, the suits. That game is so good. Um, I'd probably say that my favorite video game of all time, at least from what I can think, like, right now. Gosh. I mean... I literally don't know if I... You don't have to pick a favorite. Like, it's so hard to pick a favorite. Um, Sometimes it's hard to pick a favorite because you're like, well, this is my favorite this game. This is my favorite this kind of game. I mean, I played... I'll say that... I might go with Skyrim. It's not Nintendogs? It's not Nintendogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, might, I might go with Skyrim. Like Skyrim. I, I played so much of that game. Uh, no, I think I like Fallout 3 better, though. Okay. I was wondering if it would be a Fallout Yeah, game. Fallout 3, probably. Yeah. At least from what like I can New Vegas, right? Right now. No, New Vegas is the sequel to 3. Oh, okay. Like the, it was made by a different development. So 3, but, New Vegas, Fallout 4? 3, New Vegas, 4, and then... 76, which I haven't played. I tried to discover. Four, <laughs> four came out on your 21st birthday. Four came out on my 21st birthday. And I remember we went to a concert, and then as soon as we left the concert, we went to Walmart and got that game. Yeah, we went, saw a band that I wanted to see for a long time, Gogol Bordello, at Kane's Ballroom in Tulsa. And then they played they played all of my favorite album of theirs all the way through. Um, and then we drove back and stopped at Walmart in like the middle of the night and was like I was like can I please pick, uh, buy a copy of Fallout 4 and the lady was like I don't even know what you're talking about and I was like <laughs> go in the back and tell them you want Fallout 4 <laughs> I need it and, I was like, and then got home and of course then it was like it's going to take 8 hours to install like, <laughs> did you stay up? no mm. no um, I played it the next day a lot so I feel like we're wrapping up but this I did not run this by you but this is what we're going to do when we have guests I love it 
if you could be any character in any video game, who would you be? Whoa. Man. Whoa. Oh, boy. Being Link would be very cool. I feel like I have uh, a version of Link. Dog. Twilight Princess. <laughs> I feel like I have. Want to be a wolf? I <laughs> <laughs> listen. Um, I feel like I have a lot of the qualities Link has. I feel like I'm a brave boy. You know, he's got the Twilight. Or he's got boy. the um, uh, Triforce of Courage. Yeah. Um, uh, being Star Fox would also be pretty cool. I the space yeah, I think it'd be really cool to be like an intergalactic um, like fighter pilot you know i think mm-hmm. that'd be a lot of fun too that's hard yeah i'm, I'm gonna go with uh, link from the legend of zelda nice. probably my most basic take of the whole uh podcast being link from the legend of zelda <laughs> <laughs> i love it well i think that does it for us here um, thank you for being our yeah, first yeah, guest thanks for uh, i've got more ideas of things i want to talk about if you guys have me on again down the line I'm sure we will you know I look forward to listening to, to more episodes of your guys' podcast. Totally. So we have an email, uh, datebitpodcast at gmail.com. It's D, the number eight, po- bit podcast at gmail.com. And then we have an Instagram, uh, datebitpodcast. Podcast is the whole, yeah. Is so that D, number eight, bit podcast is our yeah. username. So that is... Um, yeah. Go follow us. Go follow Send us an email. Us. Let us, email. us know what you're playing right now. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear I wanna, any of you. You're playing through Animal Crossing right now. Yeah, I'm about to go uh, spend another like 12 hours straight playing it after we're done with this. This is perfect. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.